Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt-free. Hello, fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan-crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello? Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. A heel turn for a top WWE star, a new champion crowned on Monday Night Raw, and what is in Eric Rowan's cage? For Tuesday, November 26th, 2019, this is your Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News. Last night at Survivor Series... You all sucked. Every single person here dropped the ball last night and we've gotta fix it. We went from being the A show to the C show and we can't have that. We need to take our raw flag. We need to plant it back in the ground and we need to make this place great again, please. So give me a minute, would you? Randy, you were on my squad last night, and I hate to say this, dude, but you were the weak link. Charlotte. You're a leader. You were supposed to lead the ladies' Survivor Series team into battle last night, and you weren't even the last one standing for Team Raw, and you call yourself a flare. Hey, look, I'll be honest with you, Ray. Last night, more than anybody, you let all of us down. I beat Brock Lesnar two times this year, brought the title back to Raw. You couldn't even get the job done with the lead pipe and your stupid kid helping you out. You know what, I actually, I know what you're gonna say, Kev. This is about Seth Rollins. No, it's not, all right? This isn't about me. What do you do? You just show up. You just show up, you lazy piece of crap. You just show up, you don't do anything. You know what it is? You want my spot, Ken. You want to be Seth Rollins. But let me tell you something. You will never be Seth Rollins. Oh, wait a minute. Stutter! Kevin Owens has heard enough! Hate me, hate me. Still trying to replace me. Chase me, chase me. Tell me how you hate me. Lies, tell me lies, baby. Tell me how you hate me. Finally, it feels like this should have happened a long time ago. Uh, Seth Rollins is apparently now a baddie. Seth Rollins apparently turning heel on last night's episode of Monday Night Raw from the Allstate Arena. Now, Raw opened up. We won't go into great detail about it because Mr. Pacitti will be along later to do Raw Graded and Ross will be here with WTF moments from Raw. But what we understand is that Seth Rollins basically ran down the entire Raw roster for their performance at Survivor Series. This led to a match with him and Kevin Owens later in the night and involvement by the authors of Pain who put a beating on Kevin Owens at the end of the night. Looked like they were going to beat up Seth Rollins, chose not to, which has also added some rumors and some fuel that we may not just be getting a heel turn for Seth Rollins, but he may be the leader of a faction as well. 
Now, a Seth Rollins heel turn is probably the best thing that could happen to Seth Rollins right now. He has struggled to get the fans on side as a good guy on Monday Night Raw for the better part of 2019. I think the the real writing on the wall was during the Fiend rivalry and how just people refused to get behind him in any way, shape, or form. And then you watch Survivor Series, which features Daniel Bryan versus The Fiend, and The the crowd are very much pro-Bryan, which which sort of put put to bed all those rumors that, oh, it's just the fact The Fiend is so popular that nobody will get cheered over The Fiend. Well, that's now a bit not true. Uh, This is, as we say, the best thing that could have happened to Seth Rollins. I'm very excited for a program with Kevin Owens going forward, and... If the rumors are true, if what they've sort of laid out is going to be a thing, the idea of Seth Rollins leading the Authors of Pain, that's a really nice new wrinkle to Monday Night Raw. I'm I'm very intrigued by all this. Brother, you got to be ready! Mysterio's the new champion! It's a miracle! Here's your winner, and the new United States champion, Celebrating with his dad after everything Mysterio has been through. Rey Mysterio is here, standing as United States champion. Also on Monday Night Raw, we had a brand new champion crowned as Rey Mysterio is once again the WWE United States champion. Was meant to be Umberto Carrillo versus AJ Styles. Uh, AJ Styles and the OC attacking Carrillo, putting paid to that, setting up a four-way match to determine the new number one contender, won by Ray. The match happened immediately afterwards, and we have ourselves a brand new US champion in the form of Ray Mysterio. A great way to rebuild Ray Mysterio a little bit after Sunday night. His match with Brock Lesnar didn't yield a WWE championship. It did yield an impressive showing by Dominic, who pops up again on Raw here tonight. But for all of that, for all the breakdown, of Monday Night Raw, make sure you're on the Coltaholic YouTube channel later on today as Mr. Pachiti will be here for Raw Graded and Ross will be here with a brand new episode of WTF Moments for Monday Night Raw as well. Some real mixed reviews from the Survivor Series main events between Becky Lynch, Shayna Baszler and Bailey. Uh, Vince McMahon apparently was not a fan. This comes from the WrestleVotes Twitter account. They say, heard even Vince himself didn't like the main event. Major disappointments. Those are some strong words. It was one of those matches where the placement makes sense in the sense that this is the match that had the most build to it of the entire night. Uh, It was the match that sort of started the NXT invasion for Survivor Series. So there's kind of some logic that says that this should go on last. It had a load. It had a lot of build to it as well in the weeks running up to it. So yeah, kind of made sense too. But I think everybody was expecting a big angle to end the night, of potentially the return of Ronda Rousey, which obviously didn't happen. So we had a triple threat main event uh, with a, a heel victory, Becky Lynch getting a comeuppance at the end. But apart from that, it fell a bit flat. And Vince McMahon, I think. According to WrestleVotes, very much feels that. And that's a shame for all the, the participants involved. It wasn't wasn't a terrible match by any stretch. I graded it quite high in Survivor Series graded because I enjoyed the build to it. And genuinely, I thought that, that these three have been great in the run-up to Survivor Series. I thought the match was good, but it wasn't great. 
Shayna Baszler, however, is one of the superstars getting a lot of love from WWE. There are reports, according to Dave Meltzer, that Shayna is very much wanted on the main roster right now. She is ready to go on either Monday Night Raw or Friday Night SmackDown to just once again revolutionize that whole division. Uh, very, very, very up for Shayna Baszler mixing it up with some of the guys from Raw and SmackDown. In terms of successes from Survivor Series, we are still reeling from that phenomenal performance from Keith Lee. Brian Alvarez of Figure Four Weekly Online noted that Vince McMahon loves Keith Lee. He said this on the radio show and on Twitter. He also mentioned it on the Figure Four message boards where he confirmed that Vince McMahon is 100% pro Keith Lee. That is a good thing or a bad thing? It's a good thing because it means if Vince McMahon is on side, then then you're going to do some big things. It also means if Vince McMahon's on side, he might play a part in creating your character a little bit further. And I'm slightly nervous about Keith Lee in the hands of Vince McMahon. So this Saturday saw the final NXT TakeOver of 2019. We're going to see the NXT UK guys take over Blackpool in January, but there won't be an NXT US TakeOver now until February. The plans are, as it stands, for Royal Rumble weekend to host a Worlds Collide event on the Saturday night before the Rumble featuring stars from NXT and NXT UK going head-to-head. So far, Adam Cole, uh, Volta, Shayna Baszler, Kaylee Ray, the Undisputed Era, and Imperium have been advertised for the event. So that's pretty much all your main champions who are going to be involved in it. This could end up being sort of like a miniature version of Survivor Series where we see the respective champions going off against one another, which I'm... I'm I'm for the NXT UK champions Gallus facing the Undisputed Era. I'm I'm super cool with that. But this will be a part of a uh, a bigger plan going forward. Worlds Collide will be an event that comes around more often than normal, and an event that has a bit more scope on it than it has done in the past. It's kind of been a series of matches taped normally during like a fan access show. This is now becoming an event in its own right should have a very interesting feel to it uh, ahead of Royal Rumble next year. Chuck Carroll for CBS Local Sports had a chat with Xavier Woods this past week. He says he's told me there's no timetable for a return from the Achilles tear. It could be five months. It could be nine months. There is a lot of wiggle room. So we definitely won't be seeing Xavier Woods until possibly beyond WrestleMania this uh, next year by the looks of it. Uh, Really sad to not see him around so often at the moment. I feel like the New Day are are still very much holding their own as a tag team force, but very much missing Xavier Woods playing his trombone, among other things. What's great is that Xavier Woods is a man with fingers in many pies. So he's talking now about going on uh, a tour to go meet other YouTube uh, Let's Players and gaming channels and stuff and go and share the love around, which, which I am all for. Incidentally... Xavier, if you're downloading the podcast, come see our boys Triple Jump. Ben and Peter will more than happily play some games with you on our YouTube channel and indeed on the Triple Jump YouTube channel. Untold, Sting's last stand is on the WWE Network, documenting Sting's final match in WWE at Night of Champions. On the subject of whether he'll come back and do it again, he says, who knows? You know, if everything lines up just right, 
then Vince and Triple H and Taker and Sting. Maybe we could do this. Maybe we could do just a little. Let's just do a face-off. Let's just get you guys involved in this or that. Maybe I could do that. I don't know if it's just ego or pride. I feel like I could do all of these years later. Quite a convoluted uh, message from Sting, but the fact that he's even dropping in the idea of facing The Undertaker, uh, yeah, that's, that's going to get some rumor mills turning once again. Speaking of The Undertaker, he was Stone Cold Steve Austin's guest on the Broken Skull Sessions, and he had a chat about WrestleMania 30 and the ending of the streak. It turns out The Undertaker's concussion from that night, which was rumored to have been the case and now has been confirmed, was a lot worse than many people thought. Undertaker says, I don't even remember this night. My last memory that I can definitely tell you was 3.30 in the afternoon when my wife came backstage and we had a conversation. At this point in my career, there's a huge process of me getting ready between the stretching, visiting the doctors, doing everything I have to do to get myself ready to go and outperform. All of that is gone. When I say process, we are talking about an hour, an hour and a half process that is just completely gone. My memory picks up about 5 a.m. in the hospital. They're coming to check on me every few minutes to ask me my name, and I've got no clue. Really, really scary stuff. On the subject of the match itself, Undertaker says, I watched it back 10, 15 times now. I can't pick out where it happened. It was nothing that Brock did. I think him not knowing I was concussed and I kept taking belly-to-back suplexes, but that is not on him because I was still moving. Watching it, I can tell that I'm lethargic and I'm not moving and thinking like I would be normally. He went on to say that the reason that he didn't retire with that match was that he didn't want his last match to be one that he didn't remember. Do take time to watch the Broken Skull sessions with The Undertaker. Rumors are rife that the next guest could very well be CM Punk. There is lots of talk that WWE are pushing both parties to sit down together and have a chat for the Broken Skull sessions. We'll keep an eye on that one. Oh, wait, but what are you doing? I don't know, Robert Shane. Oh, and Rowan, Eric Rowan not taking kindly to his opponent, putting his hands on whatever's in that pen. And finally, what is in Eric Rowan's cage? Have we found the answer? I think we might have done. So Eric Rowan was on Monday Night Raw last night, and Divinity of Heart, a user on Reddit, took to Reddit and said the following. I managed to get a good look at what is in his cage while I was sitting along the rampway. I peeked under the cage after his match. The dude has a skunk in there. I hope he's like Jake the Snake and sets it on people after his match. Now, there's no corroboration of this at all. This is just one person's Reddit-based comment. Are you allowed to keep skunks in that close proximity to people? Are they not, like, dangerous to both the skunk and the people? Your best guess on what is in the cage. Why not drop it to me at Tom Campbell or at Cultaholic. Thank you so much for downloading the Cultaholic Daily Wrestling News later on today on our YouTube channel, as well as WTF moments from Monday Night Raw, as well as Raw Graded. You will get to watch Ross and I watching Survivor Series. The reactions from Survivor Series 2019 and the all-important question of who walked away with the Cultaholic Heavyweight Championship will be answered later on. I will speak to you tomorrow. Don't forget to join us. Love you, bye. Hold up. 
Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. For all the wrestling headlines in just 10 minutes, search Cultaholic Wrestling News on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts from. <laughs> 